Chapter 1 The Golden Letter It was one of those completely uneventful nights, or at least it was, before the letter arrived. Outside, the rain pattered gently against the windows, its slight hum bringing great soothing comfort to my nerves as I sat inside, sipping coffee, booking lap. This was how I spent many of my days after my descent from my high school throne. I'd been reduced to nothing but my deepest core, a girl who loved to read and hated the ticking of time. The clock that hung on the plain ivory-colored walls of my home ticked the seconds by, its consistent noise echoing throughout the otherwise quiet household. I curled deeper into the sofa chair in the corner of my bedroom, furrowing my eyebrows in annoyance every time the ticking pulled my attention away from the story I was trying to read. God damn it, I cursed under my breath abruptly getting up and slamming my hardcover book down on the small, round glass table. The noise echoed briefly, but after a moment, the dreadful ticking returned. Damn thing won't shut up. How am I supposed to read like this? Exasperated, I stormed across the room and grabbed a screwdriver from the drawer of my writing desk. Rising to the tip of my toes, I grabbed the clock from the wall, removed the clock's back, and pulled out its batteries, all before screwing the back of the clock in again and placing the clock on the wall. You see, these kinds of nights are often the hardest, especially tonight, when what could have been the best day of my life, my big 21st birthday celebration, ended up being one of the worst. Never mind that my oh-so-wonderfully-kind boyfriend decided to break up with me mere days before my birthday. The real knife in my back was finding out that he had gone out with the person I thought was my best friend. To top it all off, I had to spend this momentous day here, all by myself, with nothing but a book and a stop clock to keep me company. How did I end up here? How did I end up like this? In my own humble opinion, I was a wonderful human being, the kind of person that attended church every Sunday as a youth. I always greeted my elders and treated them with respect. I studied diligently, going as far as to take a few extracurricular lessons to broaden my set of knowledge and skills. Not to toot my own horn, but I was also popular and well-liked before I left for college. So how did I find myself alone, spending the day at home, with no one to celebrate my most momentous birthday with me? I've never been able to answer this question. Maybe I've just been unlucky since birth. Face it, Addison. You're just not important enough to get the birthday bash you always dreamed of. So much for 21st birthdays. I whispered resentful words under my breath, sulking as I made my way into the living room. Even Bella and Minnie are too busy to give you the best night of your life too busy to spend a night eating ice cream and watching breakup movies to ease the burden of heartbreak. I was a very bitter girl when left forgotten, but can you blame me? I was born an only child. As a result, my family showered me with love and adoration. I was a little princess in their eyes, and in school, I was a queen. My friends and I ruled the hallways. My ego fed on the fact that students both feared and idolized me. Having grown up in the limelight, Popular, surrounded with love and an entourage of worshippers, it was only natural for me to assume I'd always be treated this way. You can see why I did not react particularly well to my change of circumstances. I shuffled across the wooden floors, surveying the living room before settling on the couch, opting to continue the countdown to my birthday with a good movie. After all, everyone knew that New Year's Eve hosted the best movies and the best celebrations. But before I could even reach for the remote, a small creaking sound drew my eyes toward the front door. Immediately, my attention switched. A hint of a sparkle caught my eye before it fluttered toward the floor. With one eyebrow raised, 
I made my way toward the door, bent down, and gingerly picked up the letter that had been dropped into my home. The gold leaf on the paper was extravagant, catching the light whenever I moved my hand even the slightest bit. A good sparkle had always caught my eye, naturally. And what do we have here? I asked out loud, clicking my tongue lightly before carefully peeling open the envelope. Inside, written in a bold cursive, the words read, To Miss Addison Piladia. You are cordially invited to attend the annual countdown celebration at Riverside Boathouse this New Year's Eve as a guest of honor. You may bring as many guests as you wish. The details are as follows. 8.30 p.m. 31st of December. 30 River Valley Drive. Please do dress comfortably. There will be no need to bring further belongings. All items will be provided at the boathouse. Hope to see you there. D. My forehead creaked slightly as I skimmed the contents of the letter. It was short and simple, holding only the most essential information. But I knew what this letter really meant. The Riverside Countdown Party was an event that only the truly elite could attend. According to the high school rumor mill, it was basically a mix of all-night drinking, pool parties, and club-like scenes, exclusive to the town's elite. Never before had I been invited, much less as the guest of honor. A loud rapping on the door pulled me out of my little daydream. I peeked through the peephole to see two girls, one with flaming red hair and another with brown wild curls, standing mindlessly chatting. Girls! I shouted as I pulled the door open with a delighted smile. I beamed brightly as my two friends turned their attention towards me, each bearing matching grins. You two said you couldn't come. What changed your mind? Addison! Minnie smiled before tackling me in an embrace. We wouldn't miss your birthday for the world. I can't believe you actually thought that we would abandon you on your birthday. We just had to make a few pit stops first. From behind the redhead, Bella raised two giant plastic bags over her head, shaking them slightly with a grin. We've got it all here. Everything a few girls need for a breakup comfort party and a relaxing night of Netflix. You're in for a treat tonight. My heart swelled. Brimming with sheer happiness, I jumped forward to tackle the two lovable idiots who just showed up at my doorstep. I was grateful, not just for this, but for all that they had done for me through our many years of friendship. They had taken my side without a second's hesitation when they heard about Portia's betrayal. Portia, supposedly my best friend, charmed my dishonest ex-boyfriend out from under my own nose. I had been with Lucius for years, and best friends for many more before we even started dating. When Lucius decided to leave me, he made the worst possible choice to the rebound romance. It was a choice that eventually tore one of my best friendships apart. After Lucius started dating Portia, everything went downhill. Portia's personality flipped. She went from being a good friend to a backstabbing liar. She began to laugh in my face for things I did as a child and spread rumors about me around town. Even when Portia offered Bella and Minnie what I could no longer offer them, popularity, they still chose to stand by me. They proved themselves then and there. Thank you so much. I wiped away a stray tear of happiness before pulling them into the house and shutting the door with a slam. But I just received this a few minutes before you arrived. I pulled the golden letter, flashing with gold, from the pocket of my baggy sweatpants. My two best friends' eyes widened with surprise as they gawked at the piece of paper held in my hand. At that moment, they radiated awe and bewilderment, more than I had ever seen before. Is that... Minnie asked, her jaw slightly agape. The Riverside Boathouse Countdown Party. Holy shit, Addie. 
You did not tell us you were invited, Bella gasped, taking the letter into her hands as Minnie crowded around to sneak a peek. I didn't know until just a few seconds ago, actually. I shrugged and gave my best look of nonchalance, leaning against the armrest of the couch, head slightly tilted to the side. Like I said, it arrived seconds before you two did. Who's D? Minnie asked, confusion clear on her face. Her eyes darted back and forth between me and Bella, who rolled her caramel brown eyes and shook her head in disbelief. Only the host of the party every year, Minnie. Gosh, do you live under a rock or something? He never reveals his name, only signing off as D in each invitation. My brother got one during his senior year of college. He never saw the host. No one did. And I doubt anyone ever will. Bella handed the letter back to me. Then, her voice dropped a few tones lower, into a whisper. He's a mystery, just like how awesome his parties are, and they are out of this world. Do you think we'll meet him? Tonight? With a wiggle of her eyebrows, Minnie's hip bumped mine slightly, causing me to lose my balance for a second before I latched onto the back of a nearby armchair for support. You are invited as a guest of honor. You might be the first to see him. I seriously doubt it. With an unladylike snort, I rolled my eyes before bopping the tip of Minnie's nose, evoking a crinkle in response. It's like Bella said. He's a mystery. An enigma. No one knows who he is. Are you going then? To the party? Bella asked. Her tone was more than just curious. It was almost pleading, and understandably so. I rubbed my chin, as if I had to ponder the question. Of course I knew the answer the second the letter had arrived. One simply couldn't miss the opportunity of a lifetime. It said I could bring guests. I started slowly, shaking the letter slightly in my hands as I placed a hand on my hip. Fancy coming along? Bella beamed with delight, her eyes widening a few sizes before clapping her hands together in agreement. Is that even a legitimate question? Of course we're going. We may never have an opportunity like this again. Besides, maybe now my brother will stop boasting about his own invite. Minnie shook her head in disbelief, her eyes twinkling with good humor. It's more than just a party, Bella. We are going to pimp Addison out, find her new boyfriend, so that Lucius can see that he is disposable, just like Portia is. At her words, I grinned in satisfaction. And I have just the right outfit. With an excited squeal, I placed my hands on each of their shoulders. Tonight, ladies, our lives are going to change forever.